Welcome to Dawes Talk. I'm Sarah. And I'm Nancy. And this is a place to share personal spiritual experiences to prepare hearts for the second coming of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Let's, Let's get, get started. started. So first off, we really want to apologize for missing last week. That was so sad for us. Oh, nuggets. We were definitely experiencing some technical difficulties that we didn't know how to <laughs> fix because we're not professional podcasters yet. <laughs> yet, but we're working on that. So follow us. Yes. Subscribe. Woo! 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 <laughs> last weekend, as you guys know, was Easter. Yeah. And Nancy and I love Easter. We'll give you one reason why. One, well, one guess why. Jesus. <laughs> as per usual. <laughs> we do love Jesus. It's true. And, and it you guys know that. I hope you know that. If you don't, <laughs> we're not doing our job very good. Yeah. So today we really wanted to tie in something that is really near and dear to our hearts and really why we celebrate Easter. It's about renewal, starting something new. And we know that that is possible. We believe that that is possible because of Jesus Christ and what he did for us in the Garden of Gethsemane when he performed the atonement for all mankind. Yeah. And I love how really the entire experience of Easter is just a hopeful experience. You know, we don't ever have to wonder what our future looks like because we have hope that everything will work out perfectly the way that God needs it to because the Savior suffered for us. So we have a few little experiences that we want to kind of explain with the atonement of Jesus Christ and just his whole experience. And Sarah and I are in the same institute, blessings yeah, for, for that. Sure. Because we get to bounce a lot of ideas off of each other of how we wanted to really bring in the topic of today. In our institute class, we were reading the book, The Divine Gift of Forgiveness, and they gave this huge example of a family that was driving down a road. And as they were driving, they were at a stop and they started going and they got in a collision with a drunk driver. As soon as the family's car had stopped moving and the husband looked over at his wife, saw her take her last breath, he had this instant he had this instant knowing that he needed to let it go he literally heard a voice tell him let it go as soon as this boy had come to terms with what he had done and he met with the father they were talking to one another and the little boy looked at him and just asked for forgiveness and he asked how can you forgive me the dad went to the prison where the teenager was being held and as they were talking he told him because previously he had he had written an article because the man and his family were well known in his in their community and yeah. so he felt that it was necessary for him to write basically like a public service announcement saying i've forgiven this boy this was the situation this is what happened and basically so a lot of people knew what was happening yeah and he knew the gift of forgiveness he had written a previous article he was preaching forgiveness mm -hmm. and so he felt it was only right that he could give that in this situation especially yeah so as he was talking to the boy he said anything good or anything hopeful or of light that I wrote in that article was not me. I need you to know that was Jesus Christ working through me. Mm -hmm. And I feel like all of us have those moments, right? Where we feel like s somebody does something to us and we do not feel like we can genuinely forgive them because of the way that they made us feel or the circumstances that were surrounding it. And we know that so many people go through so many hard things, unforgivable things. Oh, yeah. That honestly, we by ourselves could not forgive. Yeah. But because of Jesus Christ and because of the love that he has for you and me and those people who do us wrong, he makes it possible for us to be able to be freed from the venom of unforgiveness. Yeah. And I feel like it is such a it's a burden really to not forgive someone. And it is so draining. 
Sarah and I actually have some personal experiences that we wanted to tie into this. And they're not huge, like a big car crash and something unforgivable, but they are something that we got to experience a little bit of forgiveness in our personal lives and how we came a little bit closer to the Savior. So my experience happened just a couple of weeks ago. I had invited a bunch of people over to my house without asking my roommates. Oh, the roommates. Yeah, it it just made a couple of them pretty uncomfortable. I honestly could see where they were coming from. Like, I felt like it was kind of my fault because my cousin and I, who I live with, not Nancy, a different cousin. Not me. (laughs) We're everywhere. (laughs) We neglected to tell my roommates that we had people coming over and that they were planning on staying the night. Anyway, this whole thing happened and it ended up that the people I had planning to stay the night weren't able to stay. Um, And that kind of made me pretty upset just because... I really value the relationships that I have with people. As you should. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Like you value who you're around and who you're with. And I feel like that's a very godlike quality. Yeah. And it's just something, I don't know. That's just like who I am. Like I love being able to care for people and host people. So just not being able to do that, like really pressed my buttons. Right. Yep. The next day after all of this had went down, we had a little roommate discussion as you do when you have a conflict. Well, you should if you have a conflict. Oh, I don't do that. (laughs) (laughs) So we had a little roommate discussion and one of my roommates was pretty vocal about how she felt and she just mentioned that she was uncomfortable and that we discussed some things to do to rectify what happened. Mm -hmm. And I just kind of took it. I was like, yeah, I'm sorry. Like, I should have done this. I should have been better about this. Shoulda, woulda, coulda. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. After that conversation, I was going to bed and I was, let me tell you, when I was fuming, like I was so mad. I remember Sarah and I were driving one day and uh, she told me the experience of she literally walks in her house and she gets triggered, like yeah. fuming just because she just is she really valued those relationships and everything that she had there. And then when it was just taken away. Yeah, I feel like I didn't have a choice. Yeah. And I also really like to be independent. <laughs> <laughs> so the whole thing was hard and I was super angry. And I had a kind of similar experience as the man who this teenage driver killed his family. Like I heard in my mind, let it go. And when I tell you I was not ready to let that anger go, I was not ready. She wasn't ready. <laughs> and I said, you know what? No. no. <laughs> I will not N- let it go. Oh. I deserve to feel. Angry. I deserve to work through this. I deserve to feel this anger and to let it boil inside of me. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of us have this kind of similar experience, not necessarily this exact thing. But we all go through this thing of, oh, I shouldn't just let this go. Oh, this shouldn't be okay. Like, I should have to feel remorse for the things that I've done. We put this stipulation on ourselves. Like, we should feel bad because we made a mistake, right? Mm -hmm. But the fact of the matter is, if a voice tells you to let it go. Let it go. Because... Jesus Christ suffered so we didn't have to. In that moment, when we choose not to let it go, we are denying the atonement of Jesus Christ. We're denying that gift that he gave us to let things go and to let him take away that struggle, that pain, that anger. He is capable of taking it if we will let him. And it's so interesting because I feel like we get into this huge mind conflict with ourselves you know Mm -hmm. it's like oh yeah but I want to hold on to it or I deserve to hold on to it or I had this experience this week you know I woke up on Tuesday throat sore stuffed clogged nose hated myself because I fully could not wake up just all of this 
physical weakness that my body usually doesn't have. Like I have an immune system of a horse, but it failed me. And I was like, you know what? I deserve to feel this sickness because I haven't been sick in so long. As I was laying in my bed, just like perishing because I couldn't breathe and I couldn't nap. So I was just stuck in my thoughts. I was praying and I was like, Heavenly Father, I don't know if I should ask you to take away this pain. Mm. And in that moment, that's really what I had thought. You know, it's like, why, why would I deserve that? Yeah. And why, and that, I feel like that's such a silly thought. Yeah. Isn't it? But it happens all of the time. I feel like everybody feels like that. Oh, I deserve to feel this pain because I haven't felt pain in a long time and everybody feels pain all the time. Or I did something bad. So I deserve to feel the remorse for it. Yeah. But that's the beauty of the mercy and grace of of Jesus Jesus Christ. Christ. Yeah. And I just want to say again what Sarah said Jesus Christ suffered so that I didn't have to and so even though I didn't ask in that moment the next day I did and I could breathe again I was walking again and I was like wouldn't this have been nice yesterday (laughs) (laughs) yeah you just postponed that opportunity to heal and to grow and to rely on Jesus Christ right yeah and we bring this up just because we know that everybody does it because Jesus Christ has so much more in store for us than our suffering that mm-hmm. we're deciding to do ourselves. Yeah. We have the opportunity to heal so that we can do something more mm-hmm. with ourselves, with others. Like he doesn't need us to be suffering. He already did that. He, that's taken care of. He needs us to help other people's burdens be lifted. Yeah. Ooh, something that I learned so cool this week was about one of Jesus Christ's disciples that actually carried Jesus Christ's cross up to Calvary for him. That was so profound to me because it was literally... Jesus Christ couldn't hold that cross, so he needed someone to bear a burden for him just for a little while. And that is something that he needs us to do. He can't have us on the sidelines, down, out for the count. He needs us helping those that are going through really hard times. That's so true. And this weekend in our church, there's this huge meeting that happens twice a year. Yes. Um, General conference. (laughs) Yeah, we love it. It's amazing. You get to hear... So we believe that we have an actual prophet and apostles on the earth today. While one of the apostles were speaking, he was talking about how in tennis they have unforced errors. Mm. And I feel like going through these experiences and the things that we're talking about, these are unforced errors in our lives. Choosing not to apply the atonement of Jesus Christ, that's an unforced error. Choosing not to let things go is an unforced error. We are suffering because of our own decisions. Right. My mom has told me so much lately is we are the only people that are in the way. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, you are so right, as moms always are. Right. But it just made me really consider, like, how am I in the way this time? And how can I let that go? And it has truly changed a lot of the way that I act and feel towards others and myself. Yeah, this semester I have really learned the lesson of pain is inevitable. We're going to experience pain in this life, yes. but suffering for that pain is taken care of. Well, no, it's taken care of, but also it's optional, right? That's true. Like I use the analogy of like somebody going on a really wrong, long run. Running can right. be painful for your body. Sometimes it gets hard to breathe. Your legs start to hurt. Like right. your feet and ankles get swollen, right? <laughs> <laughs> At least mine do. I don't know how those oh, do. No. My fingers turn to like little literal sausages. Oh yeah, that's yeah. a real <laughs> thing. My rings do not come off my fingers. <laughs> yeah, and it's a it can be a painful experience, especially if you're not in shape. Like if you're just barely starting running for the first time, it is painful. Oh yeah. But the thing that helps people to keep going is they don't focus on the pain, right? No. They focus on 
the scenery around them or they focus on the the talk or the music that they're listening to mm-hmm. right and they just try to distract themselves from oh my gosh i'm feeling so much pain and it helps them to overcome and to keep going and to keep pushing forward mm-hmm. and so something that nancy and i were thinking about just this whole concept of how do i overcome the suffering right obviously we've talked about turning to jesus christ mm-hmm. but sometimes it's a little bit more difficult than just saying jesus christ please take this away from me like we actually need to, to do, do something. something more well and it was so interesting i love how you use that analogy because the other day i'm working on my mile time so i'm in pain as i run you mm-hmm. know i'm like oh my gosh my body hurts so bad and i had forgotten my music this day and i remember one of our friends in the gym that sarah and i had met probably a few days ago he just looked up he's like how was your easter weekend and i was like it's good you know (laughs) (laughs) and i look at sarah and i'm like oh maybe she's gonna take over this conversation there was no way i was trying to run myself (laughs) (laughs) so i'm like going at this top speed i've been hitting and he like starts asking me all these questions and i'm like okay i just need to focus on this conversation and i took all the pain and it like went out the window because i was all of a sudden okay, it is Todd and I, like, we are speaking, we are talking about General Conference, and we're talking about Jesus Christ. That is my priority. Mm-hmm. And as soon as that mind shift just happened, boom, it was fine. And then even after that conversation had ended, the rest of the mile went so quickly. Oh, I love that. You know, and so it was a very l- learned experience, yeah, I guess. <laughs> for sure, a- an experience to learn from. We Ooh. love it. Life um, share. So something Nancy and I wanted to challenge you guys to do this week when you are focused in on yourself and you're feeling the suffering that's happening because of different circumstances in your life because it's hard to just automatically let go and let god right Mm -hmm. we wanted to challenge everybody to look out and seek for opportunities to serve Mm -hmm. because we know from personal experience that it really does help the pain go away. Yeah. And we can promise you that you will feel the sense of healing only Jesus Christ can offer in that time. Because when you serve others, you are only serving him. We love you guys. <coughs> We're thankful that you would take time to listen to us. And we hope that this helped you somehow in this week. Like, subscribe, please share. We love you so much. We'll see you next week. Bye.